0: is Dr. Patricia Brewer. And I'm John Brewer. And the purring you can perhaps hear is Loki Brewer, who has graced us with his orange presence. And he's here to watch a very interesting film with us called Sometimes They Come Back.
1: Yeah, it's another in the Stephen King world.
0: (laughs) You know, I just re-listened to our podcast recently um, when we were talking about this movie. And at the time, neither of us could really remember the short story. But then... I was on a walk listening to the podcast, and this whole short story came rushing back in. So I'm looking forward to this film. Wow, good. Yet another movie about a teacher.
1: Oh, there's a teacher in this?
0: Yeah. And guess who comes back?
1: Um, Well, I know who comes back just from the tag or from the uh, synopsis here. They
0: do. uh, Okay, what's the synopsis? (laughs) What's this about?
1: A man and his family return to his hometown. Where he is then harassed by teenagers who died when he was a kid. Dun
0: dun 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 dun. dun.
1: Yeah, it sounds like Stephen King.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much right on the uh, right on the note, Stephen King. Uh, who's in this film with us?
1: Um, Tim Matheson. Okay. And Brooke Adams, along right. with Robert Russler and Chris Demetral.
0: Okay, so so not I think who is Tim well, this, Matheson? Why does he sound familiar?
1: Well, let's find out. It's very easy to do that. I can just click on his name. We
0: we have technology.
1: Tim Mathen. His best known for are National Lampoon's Animal House. Oh. The West Wing, Heart of Dix- Dixie, and Virgin River.
0: Wow. Okay. That's a that's a quite a a collection there.
1: Yeah. It looks. Uh, he did. This is Us, the TV series that's oh. pretty popular right now.
0: Okay. Well, he's a, he's a good actor, I bet, and I'm looking forward to watching this movie. And have you ever noticed that the MGM logo, like, below the lion, there's, like, a dude with a mask with a heart for a mouth?
1: Yeah, probably.
0: I never noticed that before. Huh. We're paused. Uh, we, we've paused two seconds into this hour and 38-minute film. Uh, so the MGM lion is there being all cute and lion <laughs> And speaking of lions, I have my baby boy with me. Who's that? Loki? Loki. Yeah. And I know it's early to do the uh to do the parental guide, but I really think before we learn more about this movie, I need to know if Loki should be allowed to watch okay. it.
1: Well this is a well this was a made for T V movie.
0: Oh okay. So I don't
1: expect much. But the odd thing is is that after it was on CBS in nineteen what did I say? What year was this? Ninety
0: one? Yeah.
1: It's got an R rating.
0: From television?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to. F- I was trying to figure out when and where it got uh, the MPAA certification, but it's rated R for terror violence. But it did air on CBS television
0: for terror and terror and violence. You don't see a lot of rated R for just straight up terror and violence. Yeah. Usually, it's from other stuff.
1: Well, let's go to the parents guide. Okay. As you can expect, the sex annuity yeah? is none. Oh. You can. There's a nipple. Seen subtly and dark.
0: Oh, no. A married man and woman kiss multiple times. Yeah. Oh, no. Violence
1: in Gora is moderate. Okay. A man's body is mutilated through the actual act, though the actual act is not Aww. shown. His body parts are thrown out into a water body. Okay. Nice. And then a, a train tunnel, a young boy is roughed up by some bullies in a flashback.
0: That, man, I gotta say, King loves young boys getting roughed up by bullies in tunnels. And I wonder
1: if that's happened to him.
0: Probably. Okay. Right?
1: Profanity, there's none besides one use of damn. Well,
0: there you go. That should be the R rating right there.
1: Alcohol, drugs, and smoking. There are several t- scenes of teens smoking. Oh,
0: my God.
1: The frightening and tense scenes are moderate. Many frightening scenes just when one thinks there is calm or some kind of peace. The subsequent turn of events leads to terror.
0: Terror. Yeah,
1: I find it odd that it's rated R for a TV movie, but yeah. It's that
0: a was... TV movie that has no boobs and, well... You said it had. You could probably see someone's nipple through a but shirt. But it, it's
1: it's subtle in the dark and can also be missed as it happens quickly. So it made it past TV sensors.
0: Yeah. So there's a nipple. No uses of bad words. No. Nope. And except for one damn. The rated
1: R is only for terror violence.
0: Terror violence. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so. Interesting. Ah, I don't that think is... I've seen a
1: TV movie ever get an R rating. Yeah. I didn't
0: even know TV movies had ratings.
1: Well, they probably, when they released this to DVD, oh. they must have asked for it. Most of the time, TV movies do not even ask the MPA anymore. Mm-hmm. So this must have been something back in the days of VHS where they had to do that. Okay. But now if you're a TV movie, you just get a, an NR. A oh, R- no, not
0: R- rated, okay. yeah. Not rated? Okay. I, I could figure it out. well, wow. And speaking of ratings, what are our ratings on this bad boy?
1: Um. Well, I find that odd as well. Well, on IMDb, it's a five point seven.
0: Not That's bad a for TV movie. movie.
1: But Rotten Tomatoes has, um, a sixty-seven percent on the tomato meter, which huh. is decent. Okay. And a fifty percent audience score. But the thing that's intriguing yeah. is how Rotten Tomatoes has top critics. Yeah. Where they move them up to the top. People review a lot of movies for yeah. reputable sources. All positive. There's not one negative on the top critics. Oh, wow. There's five top critics who reviewed it and all gave it good reviews.
0: Let's hear a top critic and a not top critic that gave it good reviews before we move it to the bad stuff.
1: Okay. Well, John J. O'Connor from New York Times says, The conventions and gimmicks of the supernatural genre remain remarkably stable.
0: Okay, that's weird.
1: Yeah. Ray Loind of New York Ti- or Los Angeles Times says, The show is a tight, moody work. Just the ticket with a glass of hot milk to tide you over the noises outside your house.
0: So these these are all from twenty twenty. I'm noticing all the top rated ones.
1: Yeah, here and here's Ken Tucker from Entertainment Weekly he yeah. said Matheson's performance is truly moving, and the drama of sometimes they come back is stronger stuff than most TV well, movies. Well, that's
0: a really nice thing to say. Yeah. Well, let's hear from let's hear from a good review from that's that's not top rated.
1: Okay, David Hiltbrand from People Magazine said. The dramatic moments in between the frights are flabby, (laughs) but director Tom McLaughlin keeps the essential concept lashed together pretty tightly.
0: okay. I mean, a part of that is Stephen King, if you just follow his story, you're going to have a really good story that's scary. Okay, let's hear some bad stuff. This one's
1: weird. Okay, this is from Brandon Champagilia, I don't know, know, Italian name from IGN. Oh, jeez. Sometimes they come back as a film that had the potential for greatness, but never really seemed to get on track. The acting was solid. The special effects were effective, but it was a story that never okay, caught Okay,
0: he can eat my ass. It's I have weird... not even seen this movie, but if he's talking about the story itself...
1: It's really weird.
0: I keep saying eat my butt on this show. I'm not even, I'm not even drunk this time. I've had two sips of red wine. Like this, Los might Los have, this might
1: have the worst review I've ever seen.
0: Yeah
1: from scott weinberg of efilmcritic.com e- sometimes movies suck
0: Ooh, that's 2001 that's 10 years after the tv but movie came your, after
1: that's just like
0: his website probably probably what he did, gave it did a
1: four he, out of ten
0: and saying it sucks
1: yeah i don't know i just i just want like the
0: better. guy that says that everything was good except for part of the story
1: yeah, that's really weird, isn't it? And like, he gave
0: it two out of ten, which is but an he odd... says
1: it had potential for greatness. So the potential would just be the story. That's I mean, yeah. that's all it starts with.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the I most important thing. Well, there's lots of important things in a movie, but
1: but surprisingly, that the the people who uh, are trusted according yeah. to Rotten Tomatoes said this is a good movie. Okay, especially for a TV movie.
0: I find it interesting. So this one's had ten thousand plus ratings. That's just yeah, a lot of people score. have seen it. And I mean,
1: fifty-fifty. Yeah, it might be the you know people expecting more because yeah. it's, they don't know it's a TV movie.
0: Ah, like maybe it's on one of those box it, probably, sets sure of, like, of like of like we probably have it on DVD because we have a couple Stephen King DVDs, right? Yeah.
1: It probably is because it would have been one that would have been cheap to put on. The CBS is like we're never airing this again.
0: No, you can't. It's CBS. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> can you imagine what maniac got in trouble for like greenlighting a Stephen King short story to become a movie for CBS? Well they did like, a lot
1: of stuff. I mean, this would have been right after the Stand.
0: They did the Stand on CBS. Yeah, I oh, so. That changes everything. We still eventually are going to have to watch the Stand again.
1: Well, yeah, the, we there's a new version. Yeah,
0: yeah, and honestly, yeah, it's not Howard. It's um. That's the worst person in the world, Harvey. No, crap! I've forgotten his name again. <laughs> Harold. That's what it is. It's Harold. That's the worst person in the world. So we, yeah, we watched The Stand. It was made for television.
1: Oh, this okay. The Stand actually was on ABC. Okay. Three years after, sometimes they come back. Oh. For some reason, maybe just because it had Molly Ringwald, I thought it was from the eighties.
0: Okay, I could see that. <laughs> Man, that's a good. That's a good show and is the new stand? is it a series or a movie was there it's a, a two-hour movie it's a it? series okay yeah I, i've heard some things from it we'll have to make uh brother steve watch it with us maybe
1: let me look i'm see if there's happens to be a list of stephen king made for tv <laughs> now
0: we're in the now we're in it oh man so while he does that my next stephen king book that i'm reading is thinner which scared the crap out of me as a kid i i think i've only seen it once and I can't wait to watch it with, on the uh, Stephen King will, because it did freak me out a lot.
1: The movie is so good. Holy crap, there was 30.
0: Dead Zone? Two new, oh, 2002 was a TV yep. show.
1: There's Children of the Corn, made for TV movie. Well,
0: there was a bunch of those.
1: Oh, I didn't know they were made for TV. They were? This, According to this list that I found, a random internet TV website. series. Oh, it's a, it's a Rotten Tomatoes article. Sometimes they come back, I guess. Well, no, because this is wrong. Because I know I just looked up, sometimes they come back for more. For more! Was a straight-to-DVD. It has
0: 0% on Rotten rockin- Tomatoes. That can't be right. So Children the, of the Corn 2009 has 0% on Rotten Tomatoes?
1: No, this is, uh, well, that's critic consensus. Oh.
0: Incensus.
1: Wow, I This whole, oh, whole article sailors Lot, I can't broken. wait to watch that. This whole article's broken. Never oh,
0: mind. the ears, Man, I, ah, I love that we're doing this podcast. I
1: just wanted to see if this was the first... Um, th- TV adaptation of a Stephen King.
0: Have you seen but this one before, John?
1: I, I more than likely have, but yeah. probably
0: in 1991. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know how old I was in 1991? No. I was six. Uh, were you older than that? Slightly na- were you older than that. You were already drinking in 1991. <laughs> I was not, no. When you were 13? No. What? Is that 13 Do in 1991?
1: Math. Good lord.
0: And I was six.
1: Yeah, I was not drinking when I was 13. Okay, okay. (laughs) I was watching Stephen King made for TV. Oh,
0: man. I guess I watched Stephen King. I probably watched it in 1991. Who knows? Like, I know we watched every single Stephen King thing. We watched X-Files as it came out back in the day as a family. That was fun. Hmm. Okay, should we learn some more stuff about this. What else do you have for me here? Before we get going, I
1: don't have a whole lot else. Yeah, I mean, there's
0: not a lot on. There's any no of these box
1: things. office results because it was never released. In, Did it say in how containers. much it cost
0: to make?
1: Um, no, I could not find that either. But I, you know, usually I look for that in the box office, but mm-hmm. it's not on Wikipedia either. Oh. Of how much it cost.
0: The plot summary is pretty significant for a made-for-TV movie from 1991.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's Stephen King and it's uh, ghosts and. And angry cars, like Christine. I just angry
0: love it. Fancy cars. it. I just love it. It's too full. Cool. It's still writing books, still tweeting some funny stuff, and still st- movies being made. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't know why the dog is crying. It's 642.
1: Yeah, she doesn't know what she wants.
0: She doesn't know because someone started getting her, giving her treats at 7.30. No. You know what I did yesterday when she started crying for treats, trying to trick me into giving her a treat? I put her to bed at 7.30.
1: Oh, she probably loved that. Though. Yeah, she did, she actually.
0: Sh- she loved it. She did bark for the next three hours, though. Yeah. Because she just wanted me to know that she was there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so should we maybe, like, let's watch try. the movie, Yeah. I think? All that. right, let's do that. <laughs> Hey John. Yes. Do you think that what what are we watching this on? Uh, Tubi. Tubi, love it. They've got ad breaks, and they have it at like the exact ad break where you, the movie would be. Yeah. Or would in the TV made for TV movie?
1: Yeah. Well, they might have done that on purpose since it is a made for TV movie. It had those natural ad breaks, but uh, I don't know if they're smart enough to. This uh, is know.
0: like the Stephen Kingiest.
1: It is very Kingy.
0: Like so, do you want to give a little summary?
1: Well, it's a teacher who apparently had an incident in Chicago, election, election. and this keeps unmuting every time a new commercial comes out. They
0: want us to make sure that we can see a commercial. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. 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 Yeah. He comes from Chicago, apparently had a, a angry outburst in a class, made him lose his job in Chicago, and he's now teaching at this new school.
0: Just a... Family
1: to, to a shit ball house.
0: Just to pause. Um... Emma, be quiet. So have you ever witnessed or heard, like, at your school growing up, like, was there ever an incident that involved a teacher being fired? Yes. What happened?
1: Um, He got angry and flipped a kid over in his desk
0: flipped a kid over in the desk
1: yeah a kid was sitting at his desk and he ran up and just flipped him over in the desk
0: that is fantastic is i have <laughs> so many commercials yeah. um i had a couple but one that of course the sad one there's a couple of them one was the um baseball coach that had an affair with a child wow and it was very bad and it was like he was living with the he was living with the um well and closed caption came back on that's weird so we're 19 minutes and 21 seconds and so the baseball coach was living with this girl's stepfather her mother, biological parents were dead and she was living with her stepdad and the coach was a friend of her stepdad and so he was so kind as to give her rides to school every day
1: oh
0: how nice but it turns out that he was doing horrible things to this little girl um and of course being Georgia in the 2000s or now They blame, like, all my, I, I, like, overheard my math teacher, like, saying, like, oh, I won't even teach her in my class. She can't be trusted. (laughs) This child. Well, it's the same girl, actually, in eighth grade. Um, I wasn't in the eighth grade with her, but when she was in eighth grade, um, the principal or vice principal of the school that she was at got fired for sending her inappropriate letters. So she's just multiply abused, this poor baby. Anyway. So, uh, so that was the one. And then there was the one where it turns out that the, and this is, of course. In 2003, our, um, assistant vice principal or the vice principal, um, who once gave me and a detention because I had backless shoes on and he had come up to me and says, lift up your pants. And he's like, because I was wearing sandals or something, which is like my only detention. Well, not my only detention, but Ooh. I'll tell you, the other one, the lady thought I was Jewish and didn't like me. It was weird. You are Jewish. Yeah, I know that now. No, I didn't know that. You're just a little Jewish. I know. That lady was like, are you a Jew? <laughs> and I was like, no, but I kind of wish I was so I could say, fuck you, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, so like he, um, the assistant vice principal at my school uh, mur- murdered his lover. Who you know was his like probably life partner, but it was two thousand three. So
1: his roommate.
0: His roommate or whatever, and then tried to cut his own throat, but didn't do a good job, and so like the intake photos, like his mugshot is him with like a giant wound in his neck, um, and so yeah, that happened in my my year. That was always something, but it's always something. So he's a teacher. The main character is a teacher who, now that I've seen him in younger pictures, I recognize from like all 80s things and so anyway so teacher comes in from chicago as you're saying shitty house that his beautiful wife who i think was the love interest in indiana and uh, indiana jones and the, and the um ark of the covenant uh, miriam uh, i don't know her real name but that's who she played um but anyway so his wife is great his kid is cute and great who's also a kid that's in a lot of 80s movies i feel like And, yeah, they're just, like, they come to a new house that's shitty, and she's making it work, and she's painting, and she's bought a new green couch. It actually looks quite nice. And he goes to his first day at school, and what happens?
1: Oh, he has an angry outburst.
0: He has an angry outburst because he has a class full of football players, and they're supposed to just get all A's. But the football players were being jerks, and so he slammed his, like, I guess chalk pointer or whatever, against the table, and it broke, and he apologized. But everyone already knows that he's a loose cannon.
1: Yeah, somehow the story followed.
0: The story followed, which he probably did choke out a student, I think, as I recall from the short story. Anyway, so he's... The town that he... So, okay, so he was in Chicago, and he he lost his job there, couldn't get a job there. So he moves back to his hometown that he hasn't been to since he was, like, 10. And the reason he and his family left was because his brother was brutally murdered and the three the four tufts that murdered his brother all got hit by a train after they murdered his brother
1: yeah
0: and so in- instant karma instant karma um and so because it was and it happened in a tunnel and there's always tufts attacking young kids in a tunnel for no reason um it reminds me this movie itself reminds me gives me a big stand by me feel yeah um, the just horribly mean Tufts for no reason. Okay.
1: And just to correct, this actress was not in the Indiana
0: really? Jones. She looks so familiar.
1: She was, well, she was in the Babysitter's Club Okay, movie. yeah. And she was in the Dead Zone.
0: Man on Fire. Oh, she was the wife in the and Dead she's Zone. she's
1: also the wife of Tony Shalhoub.
0: Really? She's really pretty. I just like... And she what? was in
1: Invasion of the Body
0: Ooh. Snatchers. Oh, I'll snatch your body. <laughs> What? I'm going
1: to let this dog in so she stops barking.
0: And then she can start whining to be let out again. This is great because, again, you taught her to want treats at 730. It's 710. Yeah. Should we keep going? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and he, he's been having, the teacher has been having dreams, and he's, like, basically being confronted with his de- the death of his brother, and he's never dealt with it because his wow. parents, and he and his parents, or his parents just grabbed him, and they left town Yeah. right away.
1: Yeah, this is his first time back in the old town, and his house is all dilapidated.
0: Yeah, and it used to be super nice. Yep. Yep. All right, let's go. Okay, John. Yeah. It's not a racist truck.
1: It's close.
0: So, will you describe what happened? I feel like I always take over at this part because I'm too excited. And I would like to hear what you have to say. Well, I don't
1: have a whole lot to say. I'm here for commentary, not for play-by-play.
0: Okay, should I do the play-by-play? Go for it. Okay, will you do commentary? Sure. Okay. So, <laughs> you are so cute with that little beard of yours. Okay, so basically, um, Teach is coming out of school, carrying the box. As you, you made a good joke about the box he was carrying out of school.
1: Well, it looks like the You Just Got Fired box. Yeah, but... Apparently
0: it's not. It's not. It's just, for some reason, he's got his bag inside of a box. Maybe there was a deleted scene where the strap of his bag broke and he had to put it in a box.
1: And they're like, this is nonsense.
0: It makes sense to put your very heavy leather bag... Because that's like when you had just heavy leather bags to put your school books in. That because it looks cool, but you know, in retrospect, the bag itself is ten pounds. So you're carrying around this bag that's already heavy. Anyway, so he's gone to his car. He almost gets hit by the two two of the douchebag uh, like football toughs. It's now midterm, and they're almost failing.
1: Well, he Be- did get an F on his midterm.
0: Well, no, he's going to get oh, an F. Yeah. If he gets an F on his midterm, then he's going to fail. And <laughs> he was good enough to tell his coach. What was going on?
1: Yeah.
0: And the coach...
1: Well, he's not good enough. He was wanted the coach to manipulate it so he would still pass.
0: No, no, I'm sorry. The teacher was good oh. enough to tell the coach that he was going to fail because he had a chance to pass if he did well in his midterm. And as he said to the student, like, you're smart. You could actually do well in this midterm. But he doesn't want to do that.
1: No, he's a football player. He's a he doesn't football. have to do anything.
0: But the thing is, the teacher was a football player and did his work.
1: Yeah. Well he was a student in the fifties.
0: Yeah, I guess so. It was way easier, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, so we've got by the way, just a commentary on this high school itself. It looks almost exactly like our kids' high school.
1: It looks more like the middle school. The
0: middle school, yeah. yeah I think
1: they're probably built around the same time.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's I think this the like high
1: school was built in like the thirties.
0: There's this like nineteen oh five to nineteen forty five look to schools that as a child I thought was imaginary like not imaginary but i just thought at the time when i was growing up and it's this the school and from buffy the vampire slayer the school from hocus pocus like every high school looks like the high school that's in this movie and i always thought that it was just the same high school that everything was filmed out but now i suspect it's just that in small towns or wherever they film these things there just happens to be a lot of high schools that were built in this time period Cause that's just what they looked like these yep. big brick buildings. Now in Savannah there is a popular thing, uh, in in Georgia in the southeast there's a popular form of high school design. When I was a kid that started um, being built around that time, and it was these weird spoke designs in which you'd have this central hub for the school, and then all there there'd be like four or five spokes coming jutting off where you'd have different types of classes, uh, different buildings and stuff, and classes. And it was like, it just seemed like a very ineffective use.
1: Didn't seem to catch on, because I've never seen
0: it. Yeah, I mean, it was popular in the South, but, I mean, as you can imagine, multiple level buildings in the South are not as good for air conditioning.
1: Yeah, we don't have to worry about that here.
0: No, we don't. It's fine.
1: We don't need air conditioning Everything is
0: fine. Though I will say that for Stephen, who might be listening to this podcast, we are going to install a fan in the bedroom he's going to live in.
1: Okay, well...
0: And I just told you that you should have a
1: space heater more than a fan.
0: Well, I mean, he's a fan now. He doesn't need a space heater right now.
1: <laughs> well, this right now, what feels hot to us, feels like oh. December in Georgia.
0: Oh my God! So I just had a conversation with a, a lovely woman that is um, coming, who's buying my house actually. Um, we spent the day together because it's an, an odd situation. But anyway, so she and I spent the day, the morning together this weekend, and I was wearing a jacket because it was. I thought that I might be a little um chilly because it was uh 50 no wait i was wearing a jacket at first it was 60 degrees right but then she and i walked from our house to the to the miners cafe that's down the street from our house and i so i took my jacket off cuz i was getting hot cuz we are walking in the sun and she's like shivering and cuz she's just moved from Myrtle Beach oh and she's like i can tell you've been living up here a long time because you just took your jacket off and i was wearing like a sleeveless shirt um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You get used to it.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's actually way better than being boiling hot all the time.
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's not much getting used to boiling hot, but, like, 70 as an average. gets yeah. pretty easy to get used to because it's, yeah. like... The it's house nice. all year is the outside temperature in the summer.
0: Actually, it's pretty cool in the house, which I like. Yeah. I don't know how this works with these old mining houses, but they just stay pretty cool. Yeah. Because, like, the more modern houses that are built out here, I feel like, are hotter.
1: Usually, they have more windows letting in more hot.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. That's something Cass mentioned. She was telling this woman I was hanging out with on Saturday. She was saying, how oh, yeah, we got all new windows in our house. We had to replace 13 windows. And didn't we have to... Have we gotten, like, 30?
1: Something like that. Yeah,
0: it's a lot of windows. We
1: have a three-story...
0: We have a three-story house. And all of our basement houses... We were placing one basement window. Did I tell you that? No. It's broken, but it's, like, one of the reasons why. It's so freaking cold in the the kitchen. Anyway, now that we've had our kitchen talk, um, basically, so after the Tufts come up to the teacher and they, you know, insult him and he's basically saying, I'm going to kill you, then his student comes up to him... And said, so basically, like, ah, oh, those guys are jerks, but I just want to talk to you about history and stuff and how it's interesting. I don't want history to repeat itself. And he's, like, like a cool kid that just wants to learn. He's excited about new things. You know what happens to him?
1: And, uh, well, sometimes I come back.
0: Yeah. History repeats itself. Yeah. And so, basically, this kid's riding his, his bicycle with his headphones in, has left his wallet behind. So, dude, the teacher sees the wallet and's going to drive it to him, right? Yeah. So, he's driving trying to find him. And so, the, te- the principal sees him drive his his van out, right? Then, as the kid's riding his bicycle, a car appeal appears, which we know is a ghost car full of the evil bad guys from the evil by guys from the 50s that got hit by a train the gu- the cars fine the guys are fine and they run down the bicyclist but yeah, as off they're off of a bridge off of a bridge but as they're running down the bicyclist only the kid and the teacher can see the car yep. cuz there's like a car on the side of the road that sees the kid screaming yeah. and then like a co- like a minute later the van coming by like honking its horn and it's a shitty van so it's not going very fast and then, like, and there's workers on the bridge, and they see the kid just, like, fall off the bridge. Yep. So and he's I, a
1: twisted, mangled mess.
0: And he is. It's really great because his, like, arm is, like, behind his head, and yeah, it's just, like, it's a exactly really exactly
1: what you expect when you think of someone in a yeah, twisted, mangled mess.
0: Yeah, a twisted, mangled mess, and they want to show us that it's a twisted, yeah. mangled mangled mess. Um, and I'm just so excited to see where this goes. Should we go? Yep. <laughs> And another one bites the dust. That's pretty Another strange. one bites the dust. That's harsh. There's one other student that was nice to him.
1: And she's dead now.
0: She's totally dead. She was like, don't listen to them. So basically, after the first student died that was nice to him, um, he's replaced by one of the toughs that killed his brother, the one that actually sl- like cut his brother open. Yep. And so then, you know, he's still seeing things... His son finds red Converse sneakers that are just like his brothers that were stolen from his brother right before he was murdered. Yeah. Um, and so that's going on.
1: Yeah. It seems like uh, they're after him a little they're bit.
0: They're kind of after him a little bit. Um, it's fine. Everything's fine. So, so that's going on. Um, and now the other student that was nice to him, which is a female student that he ran into on a walk at night um, while she was buying cigarettes. I know. She's a senior though, so at the time in America, you could buy cigarettes at eighteen. Yeah. No well, longer.
1: Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. No, it just changed like three years ago.
0: Well, I want the podcast to be like for like generations to come. People are going to be listening to oh. this and learning about movies and about how to live your life. This is our cult. It starts here. Okay. Okay. Um, hello, cult members. This is Doctor Brewer. You can trust me. I'm a doctor. Um, anyway, so he keeps having dreams of her dying. Yeah. And dreams of a barn. And so he calls the cops and has them like, I dreamed of my student dying. I think she's in a barn and they're like, There's a barn at Old McGillicuddy's place or whatever. Yeah. And that then they find happen. they find her dead. Yeah. And so it's like, he definitely killed her.
1: <laughs> well they made it a point to show that the cops saw her and him talking on the street. Yes, like that night.
0: But now, like I guess it's being labeled a suicide. And at school, they're talking about you know all oh, these things happening in clusters. We're forty-three minutes in. Should we keep going? Yeah. We all know right. A long way to go. Let's go. Oh boy. So John. Ah uh, yeah. We had the girl die. She got hung. We talked about that. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's pretty sketchy. No one's asked him anything about it yet. And then, like, the high school or the football kid that was going to kill him had a change of heart. Because after the girl died, a new kid showed up, One of the cre- another creepy tough. And he basically, he sits down in her seat, the girl that just died. And that was a step too far for the football player. The football players recognize that this guy was fucking nuts, yep. especially next to the other guy that was crazy, and so the football players are just like, "Oh no, this is real, this is real time jocks, bad, bad. They're not jocks, they're bad toughs." Yeah. And who hurt Stephen King?
1: I don't know. Somebody did.
0: Because it's like the same shitty guys from, from Carrie. You know, the guy that, that pulled together the pig's blood thing in the first place, That that's how she dies in the book, is trying to kill the guy. Um, and then we get the same shitty guys in Stand By Me. Yeah. And...
1: And there's, like, Tufts, like, an It, too.
0: Yeah. But it wasn't
1: it, to him, it was to the uh, the gay couple. Yeah, they did
0: gay couple, yeah. And they always get away with it. No, they don't.
1: No, they don't. That, they don't. <laughs> in it, he was eaten by a clown.
0: No, they do use this word. like So the first time you see them, they're like, what's up, sissies? Or whatever. Yeah. And that's like the the patented Stephen but King way. How,
1: but that's how people talk, No, but too. the
0: thing is, it's like Stephen King wants you to know oh, that, that these are the bad guys. Yeah, he so makes somebody
1: a bad guy with like one sentence.
0: They immediately say something racist or homophobic and Stephen fucking king did this before any other motherfuckers were doing this like before anyone started saying using the term f slur instead of the f-a-g word right when we realized that maybe we shouldn't call people this because it demeans people that are gay and blah 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 like Stephen king always used this to show that someone was a piece of shit might kill you because they're a piece of shit and definitely deserves to die
1: Yeah, he he was able to make you hate somebody with, like, one sentence and one page on a book.
0: And what's amazing to me, as a writer, as a writer of Stephen King, Stephen King's caliber, right? Stephen King, like, that's his position. And there was probably plenty of people at his time that talked about FAGs and said the word sissy. And they meant it. And that was just part of it. And the main characters would say it. And it was fine. Yeah. They say it in movies at the time. They say it in movie oh. until, like, the 2015s. Yeah,
1: well, look at the 80s kids' movies. I'm sure it was 70 million. Yeah,
0: the kid, and, and are, the good guy kids are saying this. Like but Goody's if you're in a Stephen that, yeah. King movie and someone says the fag word, they're then they're evil. Well, yeah, if they're an adult, kid, like the little kids, kids. would call
1: each other names, you know.
0: And little kid names and stuff like that, except the ones that use, like, what is it, the... Um, is it an, a an old Dave Chappelle joke when it's the hard r? Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Right? So when it's like that, you can tell the difference when there if it is a kid saying the thing, but it's evil. Yes. They're always like older. And what's interesting is like we talk about seeing the teens and they look really old and funny, 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 but it's interesting to think of the these 50s toughs that killed the older brother of this now adult teacher, right? Where the adult teacher is thinking of this from the perspective of someone that was nine. Yeah. Right. And so he, and his brother was like this big, the big kid, but his brother was probably 11, you know, or maybe 13 or something. And the big city, the big bad boy toughs are probably 17, 18, but they seem huge. They seem like adults. Like I remember my brother's, as adults when i was a kid and i look back at pictures of when i remember them and it's like oh you're a tiny little baby boy yeah you know yeah
1: when you're in high school the seniors seem like grown-ups
0: yeah they're like oh my gosh they're so refined
1: uh, now i look at seniors like they are tiny children
0: you know i teach the youth
1: yes i do know that
0: and i just never understood it's usually male professors but there's some women that do it too but it's like majority dudes That, like, prey on their students, and it's like, why? They're not interesting. All they have, like, Socrates literally calls it in the symposium when it's like, you want to get with me for my knowledge, but all you have to offer is youth? As if I could put, like, get your youth through osmosis by boning you? No thanks.
1: Youth is wasted on the young, right?
0: (laughs) I don't know, man, because when I was young and I was youthful, I don't know that, like, it's, I don't know. It's just a hard thing. I, don't, I wouldn't want that flood of hormones again unless it helped me make a baby and keep it with you. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he's been picked up by the cops and they've been questioning him and shit. Um, because obviously he's been killing these kids. That's what it looks like.
1: Yeah, it does. He's seen with them right before and knows where their bodies are.
0: This town looks like it could be like Calumet, by the way. Yeah. It looks... I mean... Except for the fact that he has a, like a fence in front of his house, but the house that we're seeing right now is like got this like it just looks like how you met. It's great. Uh is there anything else? Do we go? Okay, let's go. We forgot to mention what happened, so the bully football player recognized that the other guys were just straight up evil and murderous. So he actually came to teacher's house to explain what's going on and that he should watch out yeah. and that he's sorry. And, you know, basically like I'm, you know, I'm shitty, but I'm not that shitty. And then he gets kidnapped and then the cops come and the co- and he's like, oh my God, he's just been kidnapped. And the cops are like, you got to come down to the station. I'm not going to listen to anything you have to say. And so what happens to him? Um, he gets cut to pieces by the tufts, the and we get a really beautiful view of the tufts as skeletons.
1: Yeah, as,
0: as horrible, rotten skeletons. Which they shouldn't be anymore, like, they should just be dust by now after 20 years.
1: Well, he was just trying to scare them. They can change their form,
0: people can change. I know. Yeah, anyway, so now they're gonna kill the kid his kid. Yeah, the
1: teacher's son.
0: And the teacher got caught grabbing one dude by the lapel by the principal who doesn't understand that these people that are clearly from the late 50s who died in 1963 but they look like 50s stuffs.
1: Yeah. It's I a little was some hold to that. That
0: rockabilly 63. bad yeah, boy. I think so. Okay. Well, Especially in a got small the town. Like if you're in a small town Maine, which is surely where this is located, being Stephen King. Like, it takes a while for the trend to get there, yeah. right? Nowadays, with the internet, <laughs> it doesn't take as long. No. Though there's certain trends, and I would say in, like, food that come a little bit later. So, like, artisanal Brussels sprout bullshit came, like, I it was all the rage in Philly before I left. And then it didn't get here until, like, six months after I moved here. And then it was like, let's do artisanal Brussels sprouts. Okay. Don't you okay me. I'm telling you the truth.
1: Truth. Sure.
0: We're 58 minutes in, we got uh, 30, we've got 40 minutes to go, and yep. this kid, his son, is about to be hit by a goddamn car. Sorry for my language. Let's go. <laughs> so, John is saying that the commercials unmute themselves, but the next commercial did not unmute itself, and he's trying to go on Facebook and do stuff when he shouldn't. Mm. <laughs> so okay so a bunch of stuff has happened
1: really <laughs>
0: not really i mean yeah like we had our Very cut much. up kid that we talked about last time and then we transitioned to where he's finally so he's been talked by the cops and he's finally told his wife what's happening yeah don't know that she believes him but he decides to actually go investigate things instead oh there's the music you're right he decides to go investigate things cuz he's and Loki is grooming himself. Like his foot is literally on the microphone right now as he's grooming himself. He's very spicy. Mhm. Okay. So, anyway, so he decides the main character decides to go and investigate like and talk to the the sh- the cop that was in charge of the murders. Yeah. And he goes to visit him in the nursing home. Yeah. And he find and it turns out the cops has been talking to his brother.
1: Wow, he did when he got shot in the head and was killed for three minutes.
0: And talked to uh, to well, what's his name, Wayne? Yeah, yeah, Wayne Norman. And Wayne is apparently in fucking purgatory. And apparently, when ghosts are pretty upset about stuff, sometimes they come back. Yeah, used the word of the show. It's yep. pretty great. Um, and so he goes to the main character goes to the cemetery because Milford High School. I not to be school. confused with Milford Elementary, where I went for a couple of years and I broke my shoulder because nope. some lady jumped on me. And by lady, I mean a slightly larger child. Um, <laughs> but anyway, and, uh, Milford High School is not a high school. It is a cemetery. Yep. That's where all these Tufts have been transferring from. And it turns out one of the Tufts didn't die.
1: No, well they don't know. He's well, just not buried there and they he gotta
0: find him. Done are you in an O of T while everyone else was being killed. But the thing is, like, that tough jumped out the car and ran away. Everyone else could have done that.
1: Yeah. None of them <laughs> had to
0: stay there. Yeah. And while we're talking, like the kid that got stuck in the stomach with a knife, like his brother that died, mm-hmm. probably could have also survived. Like no one, I mean it was an awful act, tragedy, blah, blah, blah. But, like, there, there's a lot of stupidity that happened here.
1: Yeah.
0: Teens, am I yeah, right? Uh, kids. All right. Uh, so now, main character dude is driving around. He's found a phone book, ice, or phone booth. Very old timing. And we have got 32 minutes to go. Should we watch it? Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, John.
1: Yeah, I think that's the first movie in this podcast that you've cried
0: I've cried during other movies but
1: not for the podcast
0: I just like it's just really sweet and touching (laughs) so Wayne is the kid the older brother that died yes to protect his young brother yep And, like, they have to redo all the bullshit. And the little kid, I guess his job in the movie was to be a dumbass. He runs out of the church where he's being protected. Yeah. And gets caught. And so the mom gets caught. And they all end up in the tunnel again. Meanwhile, dad slash Jimmy, who is the baby brother, uh, but is old now. It's been 27 years. uh, He, like, goes to the old house and goes in to find his little hidey hole in his bedroom, and finds the twelve cents. Yeah. Plus, he finds the 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 key to the car, because apparently the little brother had stolen the key. Because he's like, "Fuck you guys!" And again, no one had to die in the original thing. Yeah. They all the the douchebag Tufts could have left the car to get hit, and they could have survived. Which Mulligan or whatever the fucking there's one guy that survived, right? Miller. Mueller, it's um, Mueller time. and also if he could, I mean, if the little brother had been big enough to car- drag his big brother out, it could have survived. Anyway, so like, or the big brother, the little big brother could have rolled over.
1: There's so many options.
0: But he had been stabbed in the gut, and it was so 1963. But anyway, so like, they had to relive everything, and like Mueller takes a knife for Jimmy because he says that you cannot come over you can't come over to this side without having had someone be sacrificed for the sake of it yeah so like this dude takes a knife because he's lived his whole life regretting this day he didn't want to kill jimmy he was just with a bunch of toughs they weren't supposed to be fucking murdering kids yeah you know and they're teens but it's still a kid's a kid anyway so then big brother comes out and, and and sees like the son jimmy's son and thinks it's like Jimmy, because it's it's so cute, and then he wants everything is fine, and they are able to all survive. But then the big brother has to go back to hell.
1: It's not in hell; it's in the in between, where you go before the in
0: between. But and then like Jimmy has to explain to his brother that he has to go back, and he has to go back alone. And he's like, "I don't want to go back. It's I'm alone there, and it's scary. And you got you told me you'd come with me." And he's like, I can't come with you. I have a wife and a son, and I love you, but you'll be able to go to heaven now, basically, and see mom and dad. Yeah. And like, it's so beautiful because in the beginning, when he comes back to his town, he's still living in the past and he still has his like child like his this childhood Wait, trauma see that again? series on my ass. He has this childhood trauma that he's dealing with that he literally has to live through. Which is such a metaphor, I don't think, I don't know if Stephen King meant this, but in therapy, when you deal with trauma, you have to live through it again in some ways in order to get past it. You have to give name to it, you know? And the fact that he can sit there and tell his brother that all he's wanted is his brother back, he's like, sorry, go fuck off.
1: Yeah, that's how he said go it. Go
0: to heaven, and I, but I've got to stay with my family and it's the sweetest thing because he's like, he's grown as a person. And whatever fucking maniac said that this story was lacking can eat my dick because oh. that's a good fucking story.
1: It's not eating your butt this time?
0: Uh, no, they can eat my whole penis.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Because that's bullshit. This is a beautiful thing. And honestly, the one that, the the review that talked about the beautiful performance of the main actor, holy shit. Yeah, he did a
1: pretty good job. The
0: entire time he did a really good job. Mm-hmm.
1: They all did. The they all did. They good. all
0: did, but his, like, transformation and, like, you can see him being so wound up in the past and his past trauma and having to live through it to be present with his family. Ugh. Yeah. It almost makes me not want there to be a sequel cuz I don't want this no, to be two undone. And but undone. it will be undone. It might not be the same act, the same characters though. Hillary
1: Swank's in the next one.
0: Yeah, she's not in the first one though, so it's like it must be something different. Okay, so we are back to Shutter Essentials Zombie. Yeah,
1: it's been a minute.
0: And uh, we have a beautiful wheel. And you did get to pick the wheel last time. Well, go for it. So I'm going to press this button. We got some new things. You've already updated the random picker. Yep. So instead of us going through the entire thing, <laughs> Frankenhooker. I thought we already did that one. Did we not do Frankenhooker? We did not is do it still that. even up there? Did you check?
1: I did not check.
0: I don't know I that it's Because th- it. there's a lot of new things. Did you go on to the new there ones? and Yes. Frankenhooker, an amateur scientist uses the bodies of dead hookers to revive his dead girlfriend. Let's watch the trailer. This is a shutter really essential. Yeah, I think that we have a certain friend in Atlanta that we want to come live with us too. After Steven moves out, we'll get him to move in with us again. Uh, yeah. It's just our like our man friends that we want to leave Georgia that come live in this room. <laughs> then and then they can go off and marry some nice sheeper.
1: Yeah, well, um, it's a, a trauma film.
0: A trauma. And so what makes it trauma? What is it's, trauma? It's
1: a production team.
0: Oh. They did
1: uh, Toxic Avenger and Sergeant yeah. Kabuki Man. Yeah,
0: okay. Shapiro Glicken's House Entertainment. the world was horrified by the motion
1: picture of Frankenstein.
0: Frankenstein. horror turned to terror. Horror
1: turned to terror. In the oh they made basket case
0: too they made basket case we didn't do the basket case on it though. No. this though we watched basket case together we've definitely not done this in the podcast holy okay. shit oh my god he's gonna just murder sex workers to steal their body parts you know what I don't get is that like how do you need every like
1: Uh, I just feel like I think if I remember this one right he's trying to make the perfect woman
0: yeah but like he's
1: taking parts that he likes of other girls
0: I know but it's like one forearm is the best like if you can see (laughs) oh my god she just goes on a rampage this is great
1: it's trauma so it's gonna be over the top yeah
0: I love that she gets to be like her own character and she's she's her own lady she's pushing people there's messed up ones that are broken. I like that she's not like into him or she's not happy with him.
1: She's a, she's it's a monster. person.
0: I'm excited about Frankenhooker. Yeah,
1: it's got four out of five skulls. Though. That's
0: not bad. And also, I'm very excited about it. And I'm excited that we get to watch this, but probably not until like, wait, are we going to have to, wa- we can't watch this at... They
1: says there's Wi-Fi there, but I don't know how, if it's good enough for we'll us. We'll
0: we'll have to. Tra- We're going camping this weekend to Lake Ogebic. No, no, sorry. We're going camping to uh, back to um, what's it called? Fort Wilkins. Yeah. In Copper Harbor, Michigan, north of us, there's no cell reception. So we'll see if we can film it there. If not, we can just record it again where I have a bottle of wine and you have nothing. Uh, my brewer's brews is Los Alamos Malbec. Uh, I don't think you have one.
1: I have Pepsi.
0: You have Diet Pepsi. Um, and so what was your uh, what was your grossest corner?
1: Uh, probably the, probably the dead people's faces and stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm and trying the, to think about it.
1: There's a guy getting chopped to pieces and thrown off. That the wasn't bridge. too
0: bad. I think it was for me, the conversation where I started talking about how creepy it is when male profe- mostly male, but some women, but mostly guys. Tried to hook up with their students and it's gross. That yeah. was like my grossest corner came from me grossing myself out. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah. Isn't it? So there are just two things left to do
1: uh, stay scared
0: and stay married. Goodbye. The intro and outro of our podcast is Fire and Ice Rock Mix by Stefan Kartenberg. Copyright 2017, licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Share license. Thank you, Stefan.